This is the five tech things you should know about for July 27th, 2023. The X marks the spot and Elon has it. We'll talk about that next. Next X. There's an X and next. Hey, everybody. Jeffrey Powers here from Geekazine Think Magazine. Putting a geek and you got me. Go ahead, like, subscribe, comment. If you're on YouTube, hit that bell notification so you know when the next episode comes out. And remember to follow the podcast so you can get the five tech things from the other content as well. Uh, today, we've got a lot of stuff here on the five tech things, including the quick five. So let's delve right into it. Will AI take your job? A Microsoft survey shows that 49% of U.S. workers fear being replaced by artificial intelligence. This can be anything from writing copy to drawing to having a device react in multiple situations, making it safer than having a line worker do the exact same thing. But it's not all AI that's ultimately going to take your job. It's the person that actually knows how to program that AI that will. A customer service representative easily can be replaced with an automated voice. We all know that. If it's over the phone, you might not even know that it's automated, unless you stray off topic and they just don't know how to respond. But keep in mind, AI is actually learning how to respond back. I built a WordPress plugin using AI. This is something I would normally outsource to a programmer. And while I still had to tweak the code for the plugin to work, it still saved me a few bucks and only took a half hour of my time. Uber has played with automated drivers for years. Imagine getting picked up to go to the airport with no driver at the seat. Or public bus transit that can react when someone is pounding on the door because they just ran the last half block to make that transport. And you know, there are jobs you might not even think could get replaced by AI. Surgical assistant for one, anesthesiologists, radiology, technicians, nurses, and more could be changed for our robots that could react faster and in synchronicity to save lives. Houses and cars can be built by the same AI program that could also sell you that house or car. It could then turn around and get you the best deal on your insurance, run yearly inspections, then fix what could be breaking down. Now, I know this is something a few years out, but you know, it's not impossible. And the smartest person would just walk on the field tomorrow and make it happen. Soon we'll have an Andrew in our home and Robin Williams will live on to tell that hanky joke. You know how you make a hanky dance? Put a little boogie in it. If you have a concern that AI could replace you, and, and spoiler alert, it most likely can, then the best course of action would be to actually learn how to program that AI so you can still do the job that you might love. It might not be the first time in your life your job has been replaced by automation. I can think of many jobs that I did in the 80s and 90s that have done that. Did you have a couple jobs that got replaced by AI? Let me know in the comments. Samsung announced new phones and tablets this week at their Unpacked 2023 event in Seoul, South Korea. The Galaxy Flip 5 took center stage with a new hinge, improved scratch-resistant screens, double the internal storage, and a front screen that is two times larger than the Z Flip 4. Inside is the Snapdragon 8 Gen 2 mobile platform with an improved processor, along with the improved 3700 milliamp battery, who could see up to 24 hours of battery life. Meanwhile, the Galaxy Tab S9, their larger flip phone turning it into tablet mode, 
also got a new hinge and improved screen. The hinge actually allows the phone to fully close, keeping the screen better protected from sand, dirt, and other debris. The Galaxy Watch brought back a slightly thinner rotating bezel into their classic model. Their aluminum model will not have that feature. Both watches will have better screens and better battery life. Four options will be available. You'll be able to choose the 40 or 33 millimeter watch with 1.3 inch display or the 44 and 47 millimeter watch with 1.5 inch display. A couple cons to the new flip phones. Uh, the camera is still similar to the flip four in the other specs. Some report better low light photos in the camera, but that might just be software processing feature that could easily flip over to the 4. The Fold 4's S Pen also doesn't do Bluetooth, so you cannot use it as something like a camera shutter. You would have to upgrade to that S Pen Pro to do that. Now personally, I'd rather have a functionality from the watch over a pen. The other concern is while the flip and the fold close tighter, the hinge still doesn't open to give you a flat surface. The seam in the middle of the screen won't change too much because it needs to have that crease for the fold, as well as the firmness of the plastic screen. That's not going to change. But not having that phone be truly flat can be very off-putting, especially if you're gaming or trying to make a precise tap. The Flip 5 is on pre-order at $1,000 for the 256GB model, with a pre-order special of the 512GB model at the same price. The Fold 5 is a little more expensive, $1,799 for 256GB, but the same $200 off deal for $512. There's a one terabyte model that actually will set you back $2,009.99. So you'll save that penny. This comes at a time where Samsung profits have been down 95%. Experts have been expecting recovery in the second half of the fiscal year, but if you're planning to purchase any of these devices, I would guess that production will be limited so they don't overextend their stock. You might have to wait a little bit longer if you don't get in the pre-order line soon. Did you see the Millennium Falcon-shaped comet yet? Don't worry if you haven't, you'll have chances up until it actually passes the sun, which will be a few weeks after the total solar eclipse on April 8th, 2024. Experts say you'll have until June 2nd of 2024 to observe it. But don't worry, 144 million miles will be the closest it gets to the Earth. In comparison, the moon is 238,900 miles. The comet is called the 12P Pons Brooks, and it became visible around July 20th. I'll be pulling out the telescope to try and catch the Star Wars-themed comet, and hopefully we won't see any lawsuits from Disney for its likeness. By the way, the reason why it looks like the Falcon is because of how the light is reflecting around the comet. As the comet moves, it gains and sheds mass, it's very possible the shape will change to not look like the iconic YT-1300 light freighter by next year. And there is no mention as to if it actually did do the Kessel Run and how many parsecs it took. And now it's time for the quick five. Senator Elizabeth Warren is proposing a new agency to look over and report on big tech companies. The group, most likely to be called the Digital Consumer Protection Commission, will have the staff to go after companies trying to skirt anti-competitive behaviors and protect consumer privacy. The real question is, did she get this idea from watching Billions or Succession? 
The European Union opens an investigation into the bundling practice of Microsoft and their Teams video conference software. The investigation will see if Microsoft is doing just what they did with Internet Explorer 15 years ago. Personally, I don't run Teams and I vote it whenever I have to. If it was to be unbundled, it would make my life a lot easier. ChatGPT for Android is now available in the US, India, Bangladesh, and Brazil with more countries coming very soon. ChatGPT also powers Bing AI Chatbot, which has been available on Android for a while now. That and Bard AI are all web-based, which is basically why. ChatGPT has been one of the largest growing new products in the last year, hitting 100 million subscribers in seven months. T-Mobile Ultrafast 5G, which is rolling out now, can do up to 3.3 gigabits per second. They are implementing four-carrier aggregation, which includes using the repurposed 1900 MHz spectrum Sprint used to run their 3G service with, along with 600 MHz and dual 2.5 GHz channel. T-Mobile is also bringing VONR, or voice over new radio, to replace the LTE protocol. Now your data will have multiple options to move all across the air, faster than the Flash ever could. Well, maybe not that fast. The cities that currently have VONR include Cincinnati, Ohio, New Orleans, Louisiana, New York, New York, Portland, Oregon, Salt Lake City, Utah, and Seattle, Washington. That, yeah. Said he's not on there. Okay. And Xbox fans rejoice. The new home UI is available. You can put on more backgrounds, set up your screens to get the games that you love to play. This interface started rolling out to Xbox Series XS and Xbox One consoles earlier this week. And that's your quick five for this week. All this talk on AI is something NVIDIA actually has to be enjoying. It's going through a change in the company. The last 10 years, they saw a surge in desktop GPUs because people were mining Bitcoin. When the bubble burst, though, NVIDIA had the new challenge of AI to move on to. Now the company is on track to make the roaring 2020s their decade. Alaska invested in the company back in June for $142 million. They had been investing in the company since 2017. I didn't even know a state revenue department could do that. Since AI is in its infancy, companies are working on plans to enter the market. NVIDIA is simply one of the companies that took the baton and is running hard to get to the finish line, if there is a finish line. Keep in mind, AMD and Intel have also been working hard at their own AI to compete, but it's kind of like competing against Usain Bolt right now. But it doesn't mean Usain couldn't get a leg cramp halfway through. Companies like ServiceNow are going all in on NVIDIA for AI adoption. Along with Accenture's AI Lighthouse, they plan to empower customers and partners for deploying LLM AI or large language model AI. In the meantime, the desktop GPU could get a shift. Their latest video card, the 4090 Ti, which was still in development, was reported to be discontinued as Nvidia is shifting to their next generation of chips. Shops like Micro Center are selling their 4070, 4080, and 4090 desktop cards at 15% off. Compared to two years ago when a card was not found on any of those shelves and eBay was selling the cards for two to three times the price, you can see the definite shift there. Ohm AI. 
If you were to download and install AI on a high-end desktop right now, you'd be able to run the programs without issue, but as AI grows, you'll most likely run into major bottlenecks and hangs. Making a GPU farm, especially for graphic-based AI like Midjourney does, you will require multiple cards and an NV link to make them work together. And you know this shift will also help gamers. If the next generation, which we'll just call the 50 series right now, can at least double what that 40 series can do, NVIDIA would be on track to building your fully home automated computer. This is where we're going. Here is what you would see. A central computer that connects to personal assistance and IoT throughout the house. That is where a group like Matter comes in, M-A-T-T-R. They're helping create an ecosystem with digital trust. More important, their API system will allow you to program your house the way you want. For example, have you ever had the internet go out and you say, Ale, and it replies, I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. You can't turn off your lights, you can't run your routines until that connection gets restored. So what if the internet goes out and you say, hey Bob, what just happened? And he responds, looks like the internet went down. I'll let you know when it comes back up. By the way, you have to pick up the kids in 30 minutes. So you say, thanks Bob, turn the hallway lights off please. And it does it. Then you say, Play Jeff is awful, and it makes up a 30-minute program where you can watch as the internet goes down, you ask Fred, that's their assistant, uh, what happened, and then go through that whole same routine, except you're played by George Clooney. Or who would you have play you in your awful? Let me know in the comments. Now, this is a stretch on what it can do, but at this point, it's really not impossible, and definitely holodecks will be coming. Okay, I went on a tangent there. Bottom line is NVIDIA is a hot commodity right now in an AI-infused future. Of course, I just got done talking about how it can take away your job, so maybe right now it's a good time to learn how to be an AV installer for a fully automated home. Now, once again, I didn't get an ad for this week. Heck, I'm lazy. But you know, you can always check out my channels, geekazine.com, amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash geekazine, and check out some of the videos and recommendations out there. You can also tip me by using geekazine.com forward slash tip me, and that'll take you to a choice page between Venmo, PayPal, or becoming a Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Then you can be featured on the next episode of The Five Tech Things. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the X. Who owns X? Is it Microsoft? Is it Meta? Is it Charles Xavier? Is it the alphabet? And to be clear, on the last one, I meant the actual alphabet, not Google parent company. Last week, in what feels like a very impulsive move, Elon Musk changed Twitter to X. I say it was impulsive move because the branding is still bluebirds and tweets, even on my phone. By the way, what should we call tweets now? X's? Elon Musk doesn't even know. I just saw a tweet or an X. Let me know in the comments what you think it should be. Now, this actually is not the first time Musk tried to do this. When he was CEO at PayPal, the X.com domain was acquired and it was one of the first federally insured online banks. Co-founder Max Levchin really didn't like the idea and wanted to be called something else, which is ultimately PayPal. Therefore, he made a plan and ousted 
Musk in 2000. Musk purchased the domain then in 2017. In 2022, he formed the company X Corp. And once again, Charles Xavier, why didn't you see that coming? Musk said he will accelerate X to the factor of three to five. Well, years, but I kind of like the mathematical reference there. There are other companies that do hold the X as a trademark, and I would guess that there are companies overseas that might not allow them to use X in their country. Similar to when Gmail started in Germany, who already had a Gmail, made them use Google Mail for many years. And now they use Gmail, so... It might simply be as what Meta did this last week with Threads, an Instagram app. So maybe X is really X Corp, and we're just saying X. I don't know. I'm still no TV lawyer. I also don't know who owns Y.com. I.com is actually owned by iNet Solutions. Q.com is Quest Communications. And X.org is owned by the Open Group, who created the X window system. So who owns the trademark? Well, that depends on what the description of the trademark holds. For example, Microsoft holds the X to refer to video games. You know, Xbox, yeah? Meta owns X as a social media site. You would think this has the best chance of legal issues, but Zuckerberg is already in different legal entanglements with the company Meta. Single-letter entities seem to become a harder thing to hold on to, especially if someone skirts the system and makes something that butts up to the edge of the legal issues. Think about it. I could form a social media site called X Enterprises and make a X-based URL. Does that mean that Musk would have the right to sue me? How about Meta? How about Meta X? How about Xbox? Back to the social network side of things, keep in mind Twitter.com will not go away. And if it did, the company would lose way too many API calls and connections. For example, you can still use Hotmail.com instead of Outlook.com. You can still use TheFacebook.com, although you'd get an unsafe page when you do that. The only exception is the WWF changed to the WWE, and that was because they wanted to give the World Wildlife Foundation its due credit. So no, you won't see any tables, ladders, and chairs, cage matches at WWF.com. But wouldn't be discounted on WWE.com. And the drama with the X continues as the person who held Twitter.com forward slash X was unceremoniously relieved of their handle so that Twitter, or at Twitter, could become at X. Now, to be fair, Twitter has a reporting system that could take over accounts if you held the brand. Like, for instance, Joseph Liu went through the process, which included, one, secure the corresponding top-level domain. Two, list that URL as the primary site in your account, that being whatever Twitter account you set up. Three, ensure the target's username profile is inactive. This is an important one. Four, file an impersonation claim with Twitter. You wait for an email from Twitter, which could take a day, could take a week, could take, I don't know. And then five, once you do get an email, they're going to ask you, what do you want to do? And you're at that point, you're going to say, I want to take over the name. I want you to transfer over all my tweets over there. Or you'll say, you know, they can have it. I'll continue on. Now, he mentioned within the first 10 minutes of sending that email, he got the response. He got the uh, Twitter handle that he was looking for and he could move on. So here's what happened to Gene X Wong, the previous owner of at X. One gets an email saying they'll be taking over his handle. Two, they take over his handle. 
no negotiation. You could get a free swag, but whereas some Twitter accounts can actually get sold for top dollar, especially one character names, he got nothing. Didn't even get at Y, which uh, my understanding is inactive. I went through several lists which auction handles out to see what the going price for a Twitter handle is, and I didn't find anything over $5,000. And apparently the handle takeover is not done. As of this morning, it was reported that Musk also ripped at XAI out of the hands of a Japanese land yen specialist. Before I knew it, my account had changed on its own. He writes in his new handle, I thought it was stolen from Elon Musk. It was. While they own X.com, they don't own XAI.com. That's a URL that has been registered since 1994. X.AI is the AI handle. So that begs the question, what type of precedence does this set? And coming back to the original topic, if a court rules to the trademark over the company, what happens to X? Does it go back to being Twitter? Has Twitter expired and gone to see its maker? You know, an X Twitter? So at this point, I think I'm gonna stop there because new news seems to be coming out by the minute on this. But I do wanna say that Musk's plans for X are more than just the social app that Twitter used to be. Keep in mind, X.com was the first online bank. Musk could easily put in some sort of banking feature into it, maybe even a crypto wallet for your Dogecoin. If that happens, it'll be a lot harder for Elon to take away your handle. And that is where you heard it. You heard it. You heard it on the X. And that's the five tech things for this week. What did you guys think? What do you think of X? Let me know in the comments down below. Go ahead, subscribe, of course. Hit that bell notification so you know when the next video comes out. And remember, if you just want the podcast only, go to the playlist, the podcast playlist, and then follow from there. My name is Jeffrey Powers. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks a lot for watching. Until next time, you guys geek out. And check me out on the X.